Welcome to Talking Marvel Plus. I'm Dennis. And I'm Dyer. Thank you for joining us for tonight's episode of Talking Marvel Plus. I'd like to thank the National Public Radio for sponsoring this week. Before then, let's play a 17-minute ad on Nutrifiber and how it's good for you. Yes, and by advertisements, we don't accept advertisements because we're NPR. Not yes. really, not really, folks. Nope. Not- <laughs> keep those advertisements coming in. Keep them coming, keep them coming. Um, no, we are not uh, sponsored by NPR, but we did watch episode three, Echoes of Hawkeye. Yes, and I think that my theory fits in very well to this past episode. I'm pretty sure we saw Kingpin on screen today, or not, I didn't watch it today. I'm honestly. not pretty sure. I, I'm I'm willing to bet a couple of schmeckles on it. It was in the uh, scene at the uh, young young Echo Kung Fu scene. No, right. I said, you, see I'm a, not, you see a suited arm a, and a big old hand. A big old hand. And but it wasn't it. pinstriped. I mean, come on, shouldn't he be wearing a pinstripe suit? I mean, he hasn't got there yet. Hashtag uh, not my Kingpin. <laughs> And he had that chuckle that sounds Hashtag very, very like Vincent, whatever. How do you pronounce his last name? Well, you pronounce it Denorfo, but it's actually Denofrio. Denofrio. Okay. Vincent DeGiorno's. <laughs> it's not delivery. It's DeGiorno. I love how that commercial. Can we have a sidebar here? I love how that commercial tried to spit it like somehow the Giorno frozen pizza was better than a delivery pizza from like Papa John's or Pizza Hut or Domino's or Little Caesars, which they don't deliver, but they might have it back when that commercial was a thing. It's not delivery; it's DiGiorno. Who would be? Yeah, who would be stupid enough to think it's like? Is this delivery? No, oh, Bailey Bob. Can you believe it? It's- fucking DiGiorno. I got it from the freezer. I didn't quite understand. So am I supposed to be like, holy shit, this is a frozen pizza? Or like, oh, it's DiGiorno. Like, it's some kind of premium. Like, holy shit, this is actually slightly above cardboard pizza. Which, sidebar, Jack's Pizza has its place in in life. Oh, for sure. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes I want a burger. Sometimes I want White Castle. And guess what? They're both delicious. You just have to be in the mood. So, uh, a little story about me in college. Uh, I was cheap. I didn't have much money. So I would buy Jack's Pizza. I would cook two at a time. And I would literally put one on top of each and the other one. Like a pizza cookie. Yeah, and it paid off. <laughs> hey, yo. Becca makes her triumphant return to the show. Um, yes, uh, it paid off. Because... He, Dyer's 401k now has thousands upon thousands of dollars because of all the money he was saving buying $2 to uh, Jack's Pizza. I actually bought stock in Jack's Pizza, a little insider trading for you there. Are you sure they're not owned by like Procter & Gamble? I'm sure they're like ConAgra Foods or Procter & Gamble or whatever. This bit has gone too far. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm 95% sure if not 100% sure uh, that that was Kingpin. Um, it had to be. Why else would there, why yeah. else would it be there? I mean, that's the Echo storyline, right? Her dad you get, is... You get Echo at the end of episode two, and there was that... Because obviously we're an episode behind the way it's being released, but we didn't feel like covering three episodes at once. Right. Um. So the 
you've got that week delay. So you got all the speculation about Echo. So you're going to get a subtle hint in episode three, which is clearly what it was. I think it was more than. I mean, it's subtle. You have to know something about something. To right. That's true. You, Echo's you connected have to know, with Kingpin. You have to and know. They, they don't call her he, Echo, do they? Uh, I think. No, her name's Maya, but. They later, never call she, it Echo. Later, she becomes Echo. But and I didn't. I didn't catch because it starts off with the flashbacks. I didn't catch <laughs> that her dad was part of the tracksuit mafia. Tracksuit mafia. Yeah. See, I didn't get that either. And then he clearly he was like, like basically the general manager for Kingpin. Did you catch the subtle tie-in to uh, whether this was purposeful or not? To Shang Chi, when she when she's little, she's dragons. Asking, yeah, he's she's asking if dragons real, and he said dragons live in a different world. Um, yeah, I don't know, know if that was that had. I mean, it had to be intentional, right? They right. had to know it what had doing. to be. Yeah, Marvel connects everything, and this wasn't supposed to come out before that, was it? No, this was yeah. always planned around this time of the year. Yeah, so I mean, that was. I wondered about that. I, I so, think quick, quick recap for the people who may need some catching up from last week. My theory was that Kingpin, they're still going to follow the echo storyline for the most part, but they're going to flip flop Ronan for Kingpin, right? Kingpin kills Maya's dad. Maya's dad with his last dying breath asks Kingpin to take care of Maya, which he does, which is a real turn of events. So they turned it around this time. He's still her, the guy that's taking care of her because her dad asked him to. But now she knows that Ronan killed her dad. And that theory that we saw that theory uh, this week under the flashbacks, especially. So I think they're still following that storyline. They're just changing it for a little bit. And then did you notice the uh, play on fat man motors? Like that's gotta be a, like when she's on the like when her dad dies when Ronan stabs him. That, I no, I didn't notice that. I, the there was also the what was the Fat name Man of the Motors. moving tr- the name on the side of the moving truck? It was like was it Big Boys? It was something like that. But everything points to Kingpin. I think it was Big Boys or Fat Boys. And if it's not Kingpin, Marvel's they're just they're trolling us is what they're giant doing. red herrings right giant red herrings if it's not kingpin yeah i i've got i'll i'll look it up as we're talking throughout the show but it's got to be there was a name kingpin. on the side but yeah it's, right if it's not kingpin it's poorly so done. i read today from some sources that so if you guys are on twitter at all you saw the news excuse me it said, was sorry yeah. it, it was trust a bro Oh, okay. You saw the, you saw sure the news on Twitter where they said episode five would break Twitter, right? And here's my theory. Here's my theory on this today. Okay. <laughs> this better not be like uh, what's-his-face uh, vision trolling us all. No. Well, I hope not. Here's my theory, okay? We get Kingpin introduced in episode five because it's the penultimate episode. It's the second to last episode. Yeah. Okay, whether he is introduced near the end. Okay, and then for some reason they do a post credits on this one as well, right? They do two post credits. They do one on six and one on five. Do you, do so, you think we'll see him decapitating someone with a car door? 
Oh no, probably not. Like in Daredevil. Oh, Disney was... D- Disney Plus doesn't go that dark. <laughs> that was brutal. Um, it was. So we get introduced to Kingpin. Everybody is justified. Then maybe right at the very end or post credits or maybe in a mid credit stinger, uh, we flash to an alley, right? Just a street, the streets of New York, um, dark alley. But there are two guys, maybe lower level thugs talking about Kingpin. Okay. You think the alley's empty. A car drives by, a, a light in an apartment illuminates a figure standing in the alley wearing a in all red with horns on top of his head. That's how the episode ends, right? Kind of a backdoor daredevil back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So the sword, I put this on Reddit today on the Marvel Studios uh, subreddit, and somebody, a, a very reliable source who's leaked some information about No Way Home and has been right about everything she's leaked, said that they wanted Charlie Cox back as daredevil in Hawkeye, but he had prior show um, prior show engagements, so he couldn't film it. So that's why, he, but they wanted him to show up in Hawkeye. So my theory is not super far-fetched. Um, it could be because Marvel already said, like, they're already in production or not said, but it's pretty much implied that they're, re- they're doing a soft reboot of all the of Daredevil. Yeah. And if they're bringing Kingpin back, it's not a stretch to bring Daredevil back. And it's not a stretch for that to happen. And maybe it doesn't happen in episode five. Maybe maybe the big reel in episode five is Kingpin. Episode six, post-credits, is Daredevil meets Echo. Uh, or Kingpin tells Echo about Daredevil uh, because that's how it happens in the yeah. comics. So. I have not seen. Have you seen episode four yet? No, I'm going to watch it tonight. But I know who's in it. That is, I called that is- it. I called it when it happened, so I know who's in it. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Um, so far, episode three was, I would say it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Was it was slower paced. Like, I don't feel like yeah. the plot was furthered much. Um, we did get the, uh, uh, what's his face? What's the guy's name? Tony? Jack. Jack. We got Jack with the sword. Roman at the very sword end. At the very end. Yes. Yeah. Which, this, I don't, I didn't check the runtime. I don't know if I was just so like into it because it was a very action packed episode. So there, I mean, there's more action sequences, which then lends itself to less story. This is the one where she's, this is the episode where she's shooting all Clint's arrows, right? And he's deaf. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty cool. The deaf stuff was done. It was amazingly done. Yeah. And like the, one of his arrows is like just purple goop, like bubble gum that gets stuck. Yeah. Well, then you've got the, uh, arrow that becomes gigantic the pim tech yeah the pim tech arrow and then you've got the suction cup arrow that come that that's a gag and yeah, yeah it's just and then oh we talked about this it's like i meant to tell you text you about this so there's always been the, the running gag of the trick arrow and now there's no there's no such thing as trick arrows but obviously yeah. there there actually is trick arrows and um if you remember on the um what if series the episode of the zombie the marvel zombie episode mm-hmm. and we joked about the usb mm-hmm. st- there was a usb arrow there was a usb arrow then there was a usb arrow in this as yeah. a gag yep that did nothing right 
did absolutely it, nothing. And I thought it was funny because we pointed out how stupid the fact that the, like, how does that work? How does your arrow, like, how is it compatible with right. this right. magical port on this device? From and it would have, you'd have to shoot it just right because God knows you can't get a yeah, USB in. But it's but literally that. a USB stick on an arrow. And it was like they listened to our podcast. What did they do? It would be pretty weird though, because I, I have a feeling this was in production probably well before. Oh, for we sure. We talked about that uh, yeah. probably two and a half months ago. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This has probably been in production for years. But no, I mean, but someone someone realized how stupid that arrow was. Yeah, um, I know we get we got pizza dog again. Pizza Dog's awesome. I will let you guess who is in this episode this week. If you're a smart man, you can put two and two together. You, have you you saw Black Widow, right? Yeah, we watched Black Widow for the oh for this podcast. yeah um her Don't, sister um I mean this this episode's already the episode Whatever Yelena. Yelena, yeah. Yelena. I knew she was. I, I knew she was in three episodes, so it's kind of a cheat because. Well, everybody knew when they introduced that post-credit stinger, right? The post-credit scene at the end of Black Widow with JLD. Um, yeah, that said- Yelena was showing up in this. In fact, I read somewhere where the direct, the producer of Hawkeye, begged them to have Yelena in the show because she, like. No, she's like, because a good character. They wrote something specifically for her. Well, and if you remember the post credit scene that we get um, at the end of Black Widow, you get Julie Louis Dreyfus's character, who I can never remember the name of. I just, she goes, I mean, she's got a big long name, but everybody just calls her Val. Yeah, Val. If you remember in the last week's episode of this podcast, I said Val's going to make an appearance. Ooh, what if that's the thing that breaks Twitter? Who's Val? But I don't think that's big enough. I don't think that's big enough, but I mean, it is Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, we really haven't I gotten mean, her much in anything. Like, she obviously was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but that was like a very... She was in like two episodes for a runtime yeah, of maybe three I'm minutes. still thinking. I'm still holding on hope that it's, it's Kingpin. Like, this is the most I've been... But if you remember, I speculated that... about a show I speculated Val, that Val... Since WandaVision. Yes, I speculated that Val would be... In this show, like she would be connected with, um, is it Kate? No, Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor. You're talking about Kate's mom, right? Yes, Kate's mom. That's what yeah, I meant. Eleanor. Yes. Yeah, there's a connection there. And she was absent in this episode. Her and Val are uh, upstairs in the penthouse doing doing a criminal scheme. And if you know what I mean. School. Skizzer, skizzer, skizzer. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's something there. I really think he. we're going to find out that Jack was up there in the penthouse doing some Snoopy himself. Yeah. That's what we're going to find out. Another theory I saw, somebody saw said, what if, what if the big reveal in episode five isn't Kingpin, but that it's kate's dad and he didn't die because you didn't see him die on the screen uh but it's like eh, why would he take over like why would he be watching over maya and but it's definitely kingpin that would be a huge misdirect it would be 
Because like you hear the thundering footsteps, back to the kingdom thing, you hear the thundering footsteps, you see this huge person, that would be pretty big old meat, like big old like pipe wrench of a hand reach out. Yeah. Well, has Kate said anything about like seeing her dad at the funeral or like no. I feel like they yeah, I feel like like she would like they would have laid more clues in there for that. And, like and you know, it, I don't think he's dead. The, and I get this letter. The stuff that Marvel produces, the MCU, they they're they write well enough that they wouldn't like have a plot hole like, well, why wouldn't she like go oh, where's dad's body? Yeah, or like they would yeah, they would have explained it like if there was and, like oh well yeah. the government came and had to take it for evidence or something like this hey this weird guy's been like <clears> this <throat> there's this guy following me I get this weird letter in the mail he knows information that only my dad knew about me like they didn't do any of that so yeah. it, it, it's probably it's probably kingpin uh, I'll bet a couple so Ooh, do, do we think Morty. do we do we think Clint makes it home in time for Christmas I'm gonna say no well think- no wait I take it back I take it back. He shows up right as the clock strikes midnight. Everybody thinks that like he's not going to make it home. He makes it home as the clock strikes midnight, but he's so beaten and battered. Uh, and like, so he makes it home, beaten and battered, falls down. His wife opens the door and finds him. He's laying on the couch. Everybody thinks he's like, he's dead. He opens his one eye and says, Merry Christmas to his kids. Yeah, I'm. I feel like we we should have gotten. I was expecting the kid to on the phone call to be like, "Oh, I want this, Dad, since you're in New York," and yeah. he'd show up with this memento from. Could be, <laughs> could be still. It could still happen, but I feel like they would have set it up in the first three episodes. I want Tony's uh, arc reactor. It'd be kind of hard to get. Gonna be difficult. Who do you think he sold the building to? Because remember, Kate asked him in one of the episodes, like if they could go to Stark Tower. He's like, Tony sold that a long time ago. Who do you think he sold it to? There's rumors floating around there, but I want to hear what you think. Um, Fantastic Four. You think it's the Baxter building now? Yeah, I think it's the Baxter building now. Some people are saying, what if it's Norman Osborn in this universe? What if Oscorp buys it? And that's how you introduce, like, because you do the whole. It would no have to be a high roller. Because it's a big right. ass building, right? And you know, Tony probably well. He it just depends. Tony near the end was kind of just letting things go. Or it could be the, he, it could. I mean, it'd be maybe a little on the nose, but it could be Kingpin. Could be, yeah, yeah. You never but know. the Baxter building makes sense, but I don't think they would tease it that soon because the Fantastic Four maybe still a couple of years out of production. Like I don't think they even cast their leads for it yet. Yeah, but, it's it would. So I it would makes put, logical sense when you're thinking about who has large buildings. But yeah, Oscorp, Oscorp, and, Oscorp and, makes a lot of sense. Oscorp and the Fantastic Four. See, that's how you can. Kind and of, honestly, No Way Home is gonna. There's. It's, it's gonna, gonna break the internet. It's well, there's gonna be so much fallout from that film. I oh, mean, yeah. it is. Well, it has. I don't want to call that. I don't want to say B movies because obviously they're all triple A movies. But like Shang Chi and uh, Black Widow, they've been B tier as far as this. They've been lower level characters. Yeah, they haven't. Spider Man's taken up the the Iron Man mantle as far as like the like. This is where plot really gets progressed.
ladies, have you been led astray? Did you diddle where maybe you shouldn't have dabbled? Have you been unfaithful to your husband, wife, partner, main squeeze? Well, there's a judgment-free podcast just for you. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, hosted by Rebecca Adams, tells the stories of these women from their perspective, anonymously and without judgment. I met the first man I had an emotional affair with online. He was far away, but he provided me with all of the emotional validation that my marriage was lacking. The first time we talked, he showed an interest in me as a person. It was refreshing. If you need to come clean, get it off your chest, confess your sins with no Hail Marys required, then Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is the podcast for you. And remember, it's completely anonymous and judgment-free. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today. So you've watched the No Way Home trailer, correct? I have. Remember like one of the very last <laughs> shots, Strange says they're coming through, I can't hold them. And it looks awfully like the branches at the end of Loki appearing in the sky correct. above New York. Correct. So I think, because that's the next one to come out. And then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out in March. And we don't have any movies between them. So I think we're really... Loki set the stage for it. Now we're really getting the like the fallout from it. Like this is because Strange does that spell. Yeah, I feel like Loki came out at a time where we don't. I I feel like we forget about it, but it it set up a lot. It did, and like yes, you know. I mean, Hunter B fifty two, whatever her name was. Uh, new Black Panther. New Black know. Panther. Um, <laughs> it just makes sense, Dyer. It just makes sense. So. You know, obviously, Kang is not going to be fully introduced until uh, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, but they've introduced He Who Remains, which is a non less crazy version, a less crazy version of Kang. Um, but when Strange does the spell to have everybody forget who Peter, like who Spider Man is, I think that messes things up a little bit, but I also think it's probably compounded with happening at the same time where Loki killed or Sylvia kills he who remains and just things kind of start like different realities. Right. So like, this is a reality in the multiverse where strange messes up the spell and now yeah. all this happens. Yeah. I'm real excited about multiverse of madness. I got my tickets to go see it. Multiverse of madness. Yep. Oh no! no, no sorry. No way home. Um, <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say. I think you might have been defrauded. <laughs> Shoot! <laughs> Shoot! Uh, I don't think they have screens and runtimes yet for that film. Uh, crap! I was gonna go tomorrow. Yeah. And and you might if you buy a movie ticket three months in advance, you might be the jackass. <laughs> I mean, I bought my Spider-Man ticket a week in advance. Yeah, it's, that's much different. That's one. Obviously. Uh, my my children aren't really old enough, three and six, to be six is pushing it. Yeah. It'd be a lot, it wouldn't be enjoyable for me. It'd be a lot of explaining and mm-hmm. trips to the bathroom, which man, we've really talked about everything but Hawkeye episode three tonight, have we? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was a very action-packed episode. But yeah, we we should probably talk about that. But the yeah, uh, let's talk about it a little bit. 
basically we start where the episode ended which is clint and the last episode ended with clint and kate getting kidnapped by echoes goons and the tracksuit gang tracksuit mafia yep they break loose well yeah then we get the backstory of maya yep yeah, but which yeah. we t- we talked about that, and then that then we went down about thirteen rabbit holes. Rabbit holes. Yeah. This is a very speculative episode. I'm I'm so excited to watch episode four. Me too. Um, but there, I thought it was it was done well how they were uh, tied up and on like uh, basically amusement rides that you'd see mm-hmm. at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. It was very disturbing. It was. Was it Clint that shoots the arrow at Kate's hands uh, in like dead, dead yeah. middle and just breaks her out of the? Yeah. So Clint's like, just, uh, just follow my lead and trust me. And so he he was able to break free from the duct tape, and like he basically duct tape. <laughs> he cuts himself loose and then he you know runs around, gets chased by the tracksuit gang inside this, I, I believe, like a toy warehouse. KB what toys. it seemed to be. Remember the old KB toys? That, well, uh, but there used was to a be, ball pit. So was it like? It was like a KB toys mall. Which thing. the ball pit? What movie did that remind you of? Ball pit. The ball pit. I, an iconic Christmas movie with a ball pit. Iconic really? to our generation. To our generation. Oh no. It's the uh, the child in the movie was named Jamie. Talking about Polar Express? <laughs> no, the, that's not our generation. Come on, the uh, the lead actor in the film was a ginormous Austrian man. You talking about Turbo all the way? Jingle all the way, yeah. Oh, jingle you all the way. The scene yeah. where they're trying to win the lucky ball. Oh, trying man, to get the lucky ball. At you the know how scene. you know how many years it's been since I've seen Jingle oh, All I, the Way. That is one of my favorite movies as a kid. I watched that so many times. But there's there was that scene where he's in the ball pit where he's crawling, he's chasing after the kid because he needs his bouncy ball so he can get yeah. a turbo man. And yeah, this little right. like fat kid gets it and like puts the bouncy ball in his mouth and he's like wrestling with a kid in the ball pit yeah it's amazing okay. it was very that's exactly what they're going for in this like where he's like hiding underneath the ball pit i'm sure yeah. it was definitely a play on that so I, I at least that's how i interpreted it <laughs> so let me know patrons in the discord um if if you had very jingle all the way vibes watching this that scene but yeah he he fights echo he gets his bow and arrow out of mm-hmm. the I guess was it the same place as where her dad was killed? No, her dad was killed in a um some other random warehouse. It was like a it was a it was an auto shop, Fat Man Auto Shop. That's true. But it looked very I think it was the same set. I'm hey, pretty sure it was the same So set. they go to steal a car and Kate wants to smash up the 62 Challenger. The the hot wire. Instead they get and, like a Oldsmobile. The, the we call those land cruisers, buddy. Land cruisers. <laughs> That's a Cadillac. That was probably an old Lincoln Town car. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool car. Um, they both were cool. I mean, honestly, they would be. I've, I, if someone, I mean, obviously, I'd pick the Challenger. If someone said, "Which car do you want?" But, oh yeah, but they're both badass cars. So going back to this, I didn't know because I haven't read the the Echo storyline, like the comics. Does she have a a prosthetic foot? 
I no. don't know. But um either. But anyway, okay. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. You think so? I no, I mean I feel like is there another main MCU character that's missing a limb? Oh wait, yes. Bucky. Bucky. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think, I think and as we as we're one to do on this show, bring up flash forward. There's also a, a female character in that, in that show with, that was missing a limb. The, the daughter that was in the military. Oh man, see, it's been forever. I, I can't remember. There was the AA stuff, and there was the the that's the, right. The the dad, the the main the main character's AA partner was right. the dad of a girl that supposedly died in Iraq, and then was came back and was fine. Right, Part of yeah. the intrigue that we never got answers to. <laughs> All right, <P> <laughs> anyway, anyway, rest in peace, flash forward. But yes, I don't know if Echo misses is missing limbs. Um, it makes sense though, because she's kind of the anti daredevil. Yeah, I mean, if our patron listeners know, uh, I mean, if our listeners know, so she's handicapped in different ways. Anybody in the Discord knows, uh, let us know, shoot us a message. Um, leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash talking marvel plus and we will play it on the air but also let us know if you know more about the echo storyline yeah so we get the, we get the car chase through the city right um yeah do i mean we also during the fight with echo before she before they get away with the hot wiring the old mobile well, that's what i'm calling it. i know it's probably a cadillac but they she smashes up his hearing aid Yes, she does. Which is obviously a big part of the episode. Well, it's a big part of the, that storyline too in the comic. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get a little you get a little hijinks, I say in quotes, with uh, Kate trying to talk to him and him not being able to hear and everything. But they go through the streets of New York, right? Doesn't Kate hit one of them? Like uh, he, she hits one of the vans or trucks right in the right in the engine block with an exploding arrow and just yes. blows it up in the middle of new york city <laughs> yes. and there's like no cops anywhere to be found I, the only thing about that scene that sequence I, I it was the so they have the acid arrow and they shoot out the the traffic lights yeah that's what was that weird. supposed to be maybe they had cameras or something on them because they basically just i'm like oh they're gonna cause like a traffic jam but that's not what happened. They just zipped right through the intersection. Yeah, I don't. I forget. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. And why? why no, there that. wasn't. There was. I mean, it was basically. Hey, we have an effect where we can make it look like traffic lights fall from this. Okay, sure. Let's try it. Okay. Yeah. It, it felt like fluff, and it, that see this sequence. I mean, this was probably fifteen minutes of a thirty-five minute episode. Right. Yeah. And then we get to the point where uh, they're finally on a bridge. And people are coming both ways at him. Is that right? Or no? Um, no, no, he turns so, the car. He turns the car so she can shoot traffic, the arrow. Basically, the bridge is just backed up. Yeah, and he pulls like parallel across both lanes. And he's like, uh, he goes, wait for it. He's like, he's going to try to ram you. Wait for my, like, wait for when I shoot this arrow. Watch it. You, you, well, he's like, you shoot up. Just shoot up. Yeah. And like then he shoots the the pim arrow at the arrow, and then it lands on the car and blows it up. And um, 
Then they get his hearing aid fixed, right? And they go to lunch. Yes. Then they, then they go to her mom's penthouse. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at some point they went to her aunt's place. I think they did, but nothing. But that was just basically he was his son called and right. Yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of touching. Yeah, and it was like she's got like basically she's helping him out and like they're they're bonding. This is be, this they're is before bonding. he gets his hearing aid fixed because she's yeah, like true. she has to talk to him. But if you've ever talked to a loved one that's got hearing problems, it was very. Yeah, very true. Like it was well done the way it was, where it's like, yeah, he, he's trying to communicate, but he has no fucking idea what she's saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead. But yeah, so the, the uh, they go into the penthouse, and they're basically trying to get information on. Kate tries to hack into her mom's security firm and gets locked out. Yeah, but who are they specifically looking for? Are they looking for her? For Jack? no cause, Kaz, uh, like Echo's right hand man, because like they start. Oh looking yes, and they the realize guy, like, like basically her. They realize all the tracksuit mafia works for uh, Bishop's security. Correct, or Bishop. Yeah, so and then she gets locked out, and like she thinks that she's home alone. Clint starts to walk in, and then you see Ronan's sword come out, and uh, Jack says, "Don't move," and then then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. So. Jack's a good guy. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I really think he is. I think he's morally. I think he's gray. I don't think he's necessarily good. You think he's just he's... kind of a sleaze ball, but he's not yeah. really tied into the crime. Yes, he's just a general sleaze ball. <laughs> Yes, he is a general sleaze ball. That I kind of want to. I kind of want a Saturday Night Live skit back in the eighties that was called General Sleaze Ball, where he just like well, gropes. They, they had that Christopher. <laughs> that was Christopher Walken's character, right? From the point of view where a lady would walk into his apartment, he'd be wearing the robe, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah, so. but he wasn't a general. I want a general sleaze ball. Uh, okay, so but yeah, overall, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm going to watch tonight's, uh, this week's episode tonight, and we'll talk about it next week. Um, we'll see if my theory's right two weeks from tomorrow. Not my Daredevil's not going to show up, but if Kingpin shows up, it will break the internet. It will break Twitter. Yeah, or uh, I'll, I'd be okay with more J- JLD, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, I'd be okay with that too. But I don't think if, the, if that's what we get instead of uh, Kingpin. But if she's working like, if she's like, she's, if she's basically replacing. If dark she Avengers. basically replaces the Asian lady from Daredevil, the gang leader, yeah, Daredevil. If she's like the new Asian lady, that's like one of part of. She's got a seat at the table with Kingpin. Yeah, I, mean, I, I could say it. that. Um, not quite Modok. We've talked about that last week, but uh, I would love We're to have Modok live action Modok. It's just live action Modok will break the internet. It's just Patton Oswalt. It's just Patton Oswalt in a in a wheelchair that's like suspended by wires. They don't use in a terribly green screened wheelchair that <laughs> they just don't with, even like try. With like uh, uh, since it is Christmas, uh, um, the wrapping paper tube for legs just boop, dangling. Boot, 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 boot. <laughs> we got Iron Man's boot. Well, we didn't crowd pull the there, world's economy like we wanted to, but we did get Iron Man's boot. Is there? Is, 
is there anything more empowering than getting a empty wrapping paper tube as a eight-year-old boy? No, absolutely not. You pretend the, you're the endless you possibility. You know. The endless possibility of a wrapping paper tube. Oh yeah, you talk through it. You look through it. You pretend it's a sword. You pretend it's your it's dog. A telescope. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's it's your dick. It's that's why I said eight year old. Because if you're six, you don't you don't think of it being your dick. When you're if, eight. if you're eight though, absolutely. Oh, third grade. Yeah, it's totally it's totally your dick. <laughs> so, and I yeah. think that's where we end the show. I think that's where we end this week's episode. Dire. Where can people get more dire? They can get more dire on the socials. Uh, Rodfather23 on uh, Reddit. Also at The Real Slim Jim on Twitter. Follow us at Talk Marvel Plus on Twitter as well. You can follow me at TMP Dennis. That is Talking Marvel Plus Dennis, but it is spelled TMP Dennis. Head on over to anchor.fm slash Talking Marvel Plus and leave us a voice message. Uh, we, we really this show would not be possible without our listeners and we would love for you to leave us a review or support us over at patreon.com slash talking marvel plus where you can join for just a dollar and that gets access to our private discord until next week folks it's barbering time for real